Yeah. Three, two, one. John, are we live? I hope so. Well, if you are watching Wheelhouse and we are somehow not live or you can't hear us, write a comment. We're trying to get our FaceTime feed working because we want to make sure that we can bring you guys really cool guests that are not in studio or can't come in studio. Um, like our first guest, Michael Mills, who's the CEO and founder of LuxGiftsAndGoods.com. He's hopefully joining us with the magic of FaceTime. John and I will get into our normal shout outs and everything after we uh, chat with Michael. Do we have him, John? Mike can hear us. Michael is here. Awesome. Michael is here. <laughs> All right. Michael, how are you? Thank you for joining us. I'm very well. We're right in the midst of the holiday season, so I'm glad to be able to join you at this time. Well, I'm guessing it's a very busy time for you guys because everybody's thinking about gifting, giving gifts. And if people go and check out your website, it's Lux, L-U-X-S, gifts, N just the letter N, goods.com. It's a kick-butt site. I've been on a lot of gifting sites because I own a real estate business and we give gifts. We give closing gifts. We give anniversary gifts. So I've been on a lot of these sites. The way yours is laid out is A, super classy. B, it's got a lot of cool gift ideas. And you have a section for pets, which is really, really cool. Actually, my pets are some of my best uh, test subjects because the toys that I sell on the site, I let them test out first to see that they're durable, you know, the leashes, that type of thing. So a lot of the products that are on the site, I've actually used and consumed myself, whether it be the food items or some of the other items on the site, like the pet gifts and furniture and that type of thing. Yeah, it's, um, you know, what I love is you have it broken down, obviously, gifts for men, gifts for women, gifts for pets. And most of the sites, A, don't have gifts for pets, but you have so many creative ideas. I always joke, some people are just impossible to shop for. Uh, people say I'm impossible to shop for. And you have such a um, wide range of different things and types of gifts people can order on your site. I love the way you laid that out. What got you into wanting to have a business uh, based around gifting? I was accidentally an eBay power seller during the recession. I started selling things out of my home that I really didn't want anymore, you know, like back issues of Architectural Digest, back issues of Time Magazine, and just things that I didn't want anymore. And it, you know, was pretty amazing, you know, that people all over the world were buying these things. So my mother passed away a couple of years ago, and I decided after that that I wanted to reinvent myself. I've been a lawyer for 22 years, and I really enjoyed e-commerce. And it was just one of those things. I've sort of known what to do with it. You know, everything on the site, I pick myself, uh, every, you know, single item, every single vendor. And, and I've gone to several trade shows in New York, Atlanta, Las Vegas to find these people. And then now I'm, ha I'm having people come to me that want to be on the site. Uh, for those of you watching, we have um, Michael on, but it's going to be his audio. We're dealing with some uh, FaceTime issues, but everybody can hear you. So for those of you watching, we're not awesome. on there, but everybody can hear you. I love that you are an attorney. I am an attorney, too. I still practice, but it's funny to me how many attorneys go through law school, practice a little bit, and then sidestep into a completely different business. It's such a common occurrence. I think part of the issue is, is that there's so many attorneys and well-educated people generally, whether it's an MBA or, or some sort of advanced degree, and they're just not. Did we lose him, John? 
Yeah, he froze. He froze. He froze. So for those of you watching, John and I have been busting our butts to try to get. Um, he might be back. He might. Michael, be back. you back with us? I'm back. All right, good. All right, you froze. We're gonna I never went away. Uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm it, able to see you. Nobody else is able to. Yeah, it, it sounded like you had kind of gone away, but it might be the connecting. You know, it's funny. Every time I Facetime friends, I have a friend of mine, Sean. I Facetime almost every day. Yeah. And you get that little connecting, like we're losing connection, yeah, even when we're both on Wi-Fi. So that could be what's happening here. But I think we had left off almost as people get MBAs and intelligent people. And then I think you may have cut off. Well, I think we're at a time, too, where people are going to have to make their own way. And you're not going to be able to earn a living just out of one thing. So I really enjoyed the luxury gifts and home goods business. I was a former architect. You know, I have an affinity for furniture and decorative items. And it's just it's a lot of fun for me that, you know, most days are really a joy. It's interesting. We're having tech issues today because that that has tended to be my largest issue is just getting, you know, some of these tech issues resolved that I can't even fix myself. So I have to depend on other professionals to do that. Well, I love your idea of I, and we send our guests, obviously, a little questionnaire. You had something on there, you know, hire the right people to do the right things. And it, it seems like the site just I was on it. It works great. What's the order time period? So if I wanted to order a gift for somebody for the holidays, um, how quickly can I get it to them? Because I'm a last minute shopper. So I'm the guy on Christmas Eve trying to get Christmas gifts for people. Is there a time frame where you recommend in the busy season somebody order from your site? Okay, well, the answer to that, as within with many questions, is it depends. We have a vendor in Bali that might take 10 days. You know, the vendor in Greece might take seven days. Most of our vendors in the continental United States have an agreement with us to ship within 48 hours or less of receiving the order. But, you know, larger pieces of furniture can take longer. It all depends. But I tell the customer when they place the order immediately if there's an issue. And then with our different items, it will say, you know, the, the olive oil from Greece or the items from Bali, it says in the listing that that item will take longer to receive because oftentimes it's custom. Right, right. Is there a very, do you have like the most popular thing people order? Is there something that is more ordered than others? It's very strange. Uh, you know, things that I would think that people wouldn't like the most, they do. We have a brand from Arizona called Ass Kicking Southwest Specialty Foods. <laughs> Somebody in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, where Charlie Daniels is from, bought 30 pounds of spicy peanuts last year around the holidays. You wouldn't have thought that. And then, you know, I was selling uh, some bead bracelets that have done very well. But, you know, things that I don't think necessarily will sell well, do very well. And then things that I think are very high taste or high, you know, design sometimes don't sell as well. So the customer is king. And that's why I have 5,600 items on there and growing from 55 vendors, because I really want to try to have something for everyone at all price points. Because luxury need not be expensive. We're just trying to have things that are unique. Most of our items are not on eBay or Amazon. You know, they're more boutique vendors, but yet they can service a national audience. Yeah, it's um, it's incredible. Your site really does have something for everybody. And that that's what I took from going on there. A, really cool, classy stuff. B, interesting stuff that you usually don't find on gifting sites. Like I said at the top of the show, I go on a lot of them just to research gift giving, not just during the holidays, but all year round. But you guys have a little bit of everything. You have Oprah's favorite things on there, or at least a handful of them. So you guys yes. have a little bit of everything. Are those hot topics, obviously, because Oprah is uh, 
She's Oprah, so people listen. I, I, I think I think Oprah is going to be an ongoing brand, but since her show is not on daily like it once was, I mean, she still has a national presence, but the item has to sell itself and stand on its own. You know, the Cat Scratcher or the Verdant Kitchen, you know, f- from Play Pet Products or the Verdant Kitchen Turmeric Foods, those have to stand on their own. You know, the fact that Oprah likes it is great. But, you know, people have to like it on their own if they're going to buy it more than once. Well, I love it. And thank you so much for taking some time to come talk to us about your site. I know you're giving a pretty cool little um, promo code that I think people can use if they go on your site. What's the promo code, John? I'm going to let Michael say it. Okay, I'll let Michael say it. It's his promo code. The code is WHEEL15 in all caps. WHEEL15 with no spaces, all caps, and it's good through the end of the year, 1231, for 15% off everything site-wide. We really appreciate that. There's a couple things on that site I really love, in specific a watch box. So I'm going to probably be on your site ordering, if not for other people, myself a few things off of your site. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time. I apologize to you and those listening for the little bits of FaceTime tech issues we've had. But we're yeah, I've been through. able to see the whole thing. I, I'm sitting well, here, we're sitting here looking at each other. Yeah, I guess you're looking at Michael. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at you. I, I want to tell you, though, remember, we're not just a gift giving site for Christmas Day. Yes. We're a gift-giving site for every day. So that's what I want people to remember. We, we're really trying to be a year-round business, and we sell things that people can use year-round in their daily lives, whether it's food or utilitarian items for the kitchen or you know furniture, home decor for the home. And I love that you said that because we have a lot of realtors that listen just by the nature of uh, me having a real estate company and uh, being in the real estate world. So realtors, if you guys are looking for gifts for clients, whether it's for closings, anniversaries, um, the holidays, um, uh, life events, check this site out. Like I said, I've been on a lot of these websites just doing research into being able to give gifts to clients. And this is easily the classiest, most well laid out site that also has, most of these sites only have a handful of items. There literally is something for everybody on this site. Um, So definitely check out Michael's site. And Michael, I really do appreciate you um, taking the time today. Hey, hey, Michael, just real quick, I want to make sure that uh, I'm going to put it back up one more time. The The website address, it is Luff, excuse me, Lux Gifts and Goods, all one word, dot com, correct? Correct. Okay, LuxGiftsAndGoods.com with the promo code WHEEL15? Correct. Awesome. I just want to make sure that we had that uh, up on the screen long enough for people to see it, write it down. Uh, copy it, however, because like Mo said, it's a fantastic site, and we're we're uh, we were very excited to have you on today. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'd love to come back again some other time if you'll have me. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and the next time, hopefully, I can see you because only I'm I'm watching John watch you. I can't actually see. I've, you, so I've learned a lot about FaceTiming myself today that I honestly didn't want to know, <laughs> but I'm going to know it for the next time. Well, we appreciate uh, you taking the effort and working through it with us. Thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you. Happy holidays to you. Yes, sir. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Look at that. You almost got it, John. Woo, almost. We're getting John it. is sweating We're bullets in the it. corner trying yeah, to figure, uh, figure that out. Um, so check out his site. It really is awesome. I was on it uh, yesterday. I was on it a little bit today. It's got a lot of luxury items on there. It's got... Items anywhere from a, a few bucks to like really, really nice stuff. Again, broken down between men, uh, women, and pets. There's some really cool pet products on there. 
And uh, as John gets all the cameras reset up to go back to our normal show where you guys can see everybody except for just me. Um, perhaps, maybe. Perhaps. You got it. He's, John's taking his seat. We're going to talk to John a little bit about his trip to Las Vegas. So we'll do our shout outs now before we get into our in-studio guests, who I'm super excited to have in because they brought us, A, they're super cool, but they brought us wine to drink and uh, I have an event to go to tonight. So they're going to get me pre-drinking on the show. Um, real quick, uh, shout out again to, I'll do my shout outs and then John will one up me. Shout out to my staff over at Main Street. We have our holiday party this weekend. They're kicking butt, getting everything ready. Uh, these guys are uh, total rock stars. So Really, really thank you to them. Um, that's really my only shout-out. I don't have many shout-outs left to give. John, you want to give some shout-outs now that you're settled? Oh, my goodness. I'm on the air finally. Wow, yeah. that, was, that was a very long 10 minutes. Yeah, it's uh, the FaceTiming. So for those of you listening, we have tried very hard to get Skype to work. We had issues with Skype. And then our products in here that you obviously cannot see are very Apple-based, even though John's not the biggest Apple fanatic. I'm getting there. He's getting there. But we have Apple products. We have iPads that run cameras. So we figured FaceTime is an sure. easier way to get people to Sure, easy to peasy. Us. But nah. it's not as easy as you think. No, it's, uh, you know, everybody has their own. But their own. shout out to John. Most podcasts are only audio. One of the things we always wanted to do on Wheelhouse is bring a live experience, almost like a show, because it's more real. It's not edited. You guys get to see the raw us running around doing what we're doing. <laughs> Sometimes time. very raw. And you just get to see like kind of the personalities of our guests. We are live now on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else. I always say those two. Anywhere else that uh, podcasts can be listened to. So if you guys want to download us, we really appreciate that. Um, but we wanted to have the live aspect of the show, but some of some people don't realize a live streamed show is not as easy as you think. Live TV, well, live web TV, whatever you want to call it. But you know, it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. So your shout outs before oh, we get into these uh, yeah, two amazing yeah. guests. Okay, uh, so you asked me um, moments ago as far as the trip to Vegas. Yeah, trip to Vegas was awesome. Uh, my niece had a great time. We uh, two two quick shouts to people from Vegas. <laughs> One of the things that I like to do anytime I'm out there with somebody who's never been is get a stretch limo, get some bottles of champagne, do a strip tour for an hour, hour and a half. We just pop bottles out the, we were. <laughs> the sunroof. I can just see you sitting there, just like shaking the bottles up. Um, so got done with the, a real nice dinner. We went out for our tour. And Joey Bag of Donuts was our, was our limo driver. And, uh, man, he was just cool as hell. He had, I had champagne. He had extra champagne. He, he set it up so that we were driving past the Bellagio just as the fountains were going off, pulled over, threw on the hazards, got us all out, took a bunch of pictures, um, hit a couple other stops where he stopped and pictures. He just treated my niece like a queen. He was, he awesome. was awesome. And then, uh, on Sunday, we're Maggie and I. We everybody went home Sunday morning. Maggie and I. I like Sundays in Vegas, so we hung out, and uh, we're at a place called Beer Park, and just watching games and kind of decompressing, having some having some cocktails, but nothing crazy. And uh, the bartender there, uh, we named her. I'll, I'll tell you why later. But uh, Jesse Girl Vegas, and she was just the coolest, uh, most attentive super friendly person. We wound up sitting and talking with her. We had paid our check probably 
half hour, and we were just having a great conversation. And it's not that often at a popular place you find somebody who's just going to sit and well, hang out with you. Jesse Girl Vegas, follow AE Wheelhouse so we can uh, give her a proper uh, shout out. Actually, uh, so her dad, it's going to be another FaceTime thing. Uh, her dad is a jeweler uh, just outside Detroit. Uh, Detroit, we'll say that. Um, and we were telling her about the show. And we were talking about our family. I mean, really, it was cool. And I invited her to invite him to reach out to me because I would love to have him because I told her, I said, you know, you've got such a great personality. He must be awesome. If he's dealing with people all the time and he made you into the person you are, I would love to have him on. Cool. So hopefully, uh, not before the holidays, we can't do it that quick, but hopefully before Valentine's Day. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Make people buy jewelry so, for yeah. their loved ones. <laughs> Absolutely. So Very those cool. are my two shout outs. I don't know if they're going to see him or hear him, but they're out mm. in... If Jesse Girl Vegas and um, Jesse Girl Vegas and Jesse Joey Bag of Donuts, Joey Bag of Donuts yeah. and Jesse Girl's yeah. dad, yeah. hear us. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> there you from go. John. There you go. Um, all right, I'm going to get into my very very cool guests. One who is a repeat guest, and we had so much fun with her last time. Regine Russo. She's the CEO um, of Shall We Wine. She's an author. Uh, her book, Searching for Clothes and Lilies, is pretty awesome, and we'll have her explain it. She's got a goal, I believe. It's 100 books in 100 days or 30 days? 100 books in 30 days sold. It is on Amazon. Um, this is my copy, so you guys can't have it. It's even signed. Yep. But buy your own on Amazon. And Derek Westbrook of Derek Westbrook LLC who is, his story is amazing. We were talking off air while John was trying to figure FaceTime out. Um, and uh, his story is really cool. He's a wine expert. He's a business owner. And I'm excited to talk to both of them. They have tons and tons of wine here for us to drink. Uh, I'm going to talk to Regine first, John. Yes. Is that how we got the camera set up? Um, Regine, thanks for coming back. invite me back well we have slowly gotten a little bit uh popular people keep scheduling time to come on wheelhouse uh -huh. john's got some guests but we were really excited we've had a couple repeat uh guests you're one of the few that have come back on again and i uh, can't wait to uh chat with you about what's going thank on thank you for having me i'm glad to be here what's new with you Wow. So last time I was here, I was uh, starting the City Winery book tour. That's right. And we finished that, and that was amazing. Uh, I hit Chicago, Atlanta, Boston, D.C., and I'm forgetting one more place. Where else was I? Na no, I didn't go to Nashville. Atlanta. He really just wants to go yeah, to Nashville. Yeah, he, he loves Nashville. Nashville. He's, He's from Nashville. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but it was amazing. I mean, the book was well received. Um, we had, you know, just fans come out that I didn't even know had heard about the book. And um, it just felt really good. So That's in City awesome. Winery, they were an amazing, amazing host. Uh, I'll do a shout out also to Broadbent. Uh, they supplied the wines for the events. So the events were really high end with great wines and it was just it was really cool yeah it was that's awesome. awesome how long how long did it take you to do the entire tour it was uh eight weeks wow so yeah. it's a lot of traveling yeah it was well we did two cities and then came back oh i forgot new york so we did two cities and i came back home and then two cities and came back home so and then i ended in turks and caicos that's a lot of hungover <laughs> flying i guess no 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 no. i'm a professional <laughs> i sip you sip you sip <laughs> unlike john and i who chug exactly <laughs> john messaged me i think it was monday when he was coming back i said yeah. uh how you doing, buddy? And he's like, I need like two days to recover. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, two days. And Just I don't think he's recovered yet. Vitamin <laughs> B and water and kale and beet. Ugh. Oh, yeah. It's 
good stuff. I'm Those getting back. Burritos, tacos, and oh, water, yeah. Gatorades. <laughs> the way French I fries. do hangovers. Yeah, French, yeah, French fries. fries. Yeah. Um, so, searching for clothes and lilies. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to do 100 bucks in 30 days. Yes. And if they just go to Amazon, put in the title... They'll find this, it this and up. they'll see all the five star reviews. Yeah, it's it's an incredible book, and it's, the, the way you've laid it out with you know the different poems is really really cool. Um, I really really love this. It's um, get it if not for yourself, this is a cool gift to give. Exactly, especially if you give this gift with some wine. Right. Mm. So for those who don't know, the book uh, it's a book of original poems, and each poem is paired with a wine. So. What I'm doing in the book is I'm looking at the poems were written first. So I'm looking at the story and the mood of the poem, and I'm pairing it with a wine that I believe tells the same story or puts you in the same mood. I love that. That would be such a cool gift to give because people can then buy the book, look at the pairing of the wines and right. begin drinking the wines exactly. while reading the book. And then on the last page of the book, there's a list of every wine that's in there. That's so you awesome. can also work backwards. And then you have 30 wine reviews in 30 days coming up? So I started. Today okay. is day 17. Uh, this is my challenge. If you follow me on um, Instagram and Facebook, Shall We Wine? What I'm doing is every day I'm reviewing a new wine. So when people awesome. say, I don't know what to drink, I have the answer for you. So just go to my page and every day I post a new wine. And that's, that's for, I think, most people. I mean, you yep. and Derek are experts at this. I'm almost speaking for John because John I th- might be even more of an expert than I am. Mm-hmm. Most people find wine intimidating and challenging. We talked about it last time. Mm-hmm. I do. I- I'm out more at events. I have to wine and dine. You know, people we're recruiting, people that we uh, talk to. But I have that phobia of when I get the wine list. I'm like, yeah, what do I order? I don't know what we're eating. I don't mm-hmm. know what the right wine is. I don't know what I should be ordering. If you're on a date, kind of the same thing. Right. Um, and then you always see those like 98 or 92 or 93, but you don't really, like the lay person like me doesn't know what the hell that means. Right. So we can take your reviews of the wine exactly. and then go and do restaurants and order them. And the reviews are fun and okay. they're written in a way like the book where if you're not a wine expert, you can still enjoy them. I wrote a review about this wine that everyone loves but I just could not love this wine. And yeah. I equated it to like that really great guy that you want to fall in love with, but you can't. See, people can, people can understand yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> they can understand that. But so it's, it's written in a way where if you don't feel like you're an expert or you're intimidated, you can find a wine that uh, works for you. That's what I really love about the last time you were on the show. You do a really good job of making somebody, again, like me, I'll use myself as as an example, not dog on John too much, but someone like me who (laughs) really doesn't have a well-based understanding of wine, understand wine in my terms, layman's terms, Mm -hmm. instead of, you know, I've been to... um, you know, restaurants and stuff, and I, I'd love to get Derek's take in a second on this, where I almost feel like the person trying to explain the wine menu to me when I'm asking dumb questions makes me feel like I'm even dumber than I am about wine. And that's not good. It's not good. Yeah. Um, because I'm already, and I'm not an easily intimidated person in any capacity. I, you can throw me into any conversation. I'm usually okay. But I almost always kind of freeze up when I'm ordering wine. And you do a fantastic job of making somebody like me understand wine in my terms. Great. Love. Thank you. My um, work here is done. I'm about to, you're about to the go. Mic. You're like, I'm going to, dr- I'm going to start drinking, <laughs> which is a good, 
Which is a good segue into me chatting with Derek. Derek, um, thank you so much for coming on Wheelhouse. Um, tell us the story of how you got into wine because we talked off air and it's a pretty awesome story. Uh, tell everybody listening how you got into wine. Yeah, um, uh, the story about how I got into wine, it's, it's more of a kind of, it's a fluke. Yeah, and it's you know being in the right place at the right time and, and listening to uh, the people and the things around you. So um, I got into wine while I was in college, um, but not in the traditional sense. You're just drinking yeah. all the <laughs> age. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is, a little story that I didn't tell um, is my first sip of wine was actually when I was eight years old. Jeez. <laughs> I was at a uh, it was a New Year's Eve party. A an aunt of mine who is now my favorite aunt (laughs) for natural reasons uh she had a glass of champagne sitting there on the table and i was looking at the champagne looking at her she was looking at me looking at champagne we had this moment she was like you want some i was like i'm I'm an eight-year-old kid of course (laughs) it's sparkly yes um i tasted it and it it tasted horrible because you know as a kid you don't you don't know you haven't developed a taste for champagne uh, especially like super dry champagne but uh, she asked me if I wanted more, and naturally I said yes, even though I didn't like the taste. And uh, I like to tell people that that's when I first got into wine, um, and then I've been a sommelier ever since. Not true, but <laughs> yeah. um, it sounds great. Uh, the real way I got into wine was in college. Um, a mentor of mine told me to work at a restaurant, and I was like, why? Like, you know, I'm, you know, I got all the studying, that's late nights. I don't think it makes sense. He was like, well, think about this. You'll have money in your pocket. You'll always be able to eat, and you'll always be able to drink. I was like, oh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> That's what we were, were saying. That's three of the four human necessities, and those three things added up usually will lead you to the fourth one. 100%. 100%. Great piece of advice. I'm not sure what you guys are talking about. Yeah. It's not what she said when we were off air. No. How about this? Eat. Drink and have a lot of money in your pocket at one moment, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> the probability of something else happening increases, increases exponentially. Indeed. indeed, it's very cool. So, how did it go from kind of that conversation to where you're at today? Yeah. So, um, and I'll give you the the most succinct version possible. So, uh, while working at this restaurant, I fell in love. They were building, rebuilding the wine list, so I had the opportunity to taste things that any normal 21 year old wouldn't be able to taste. And so there's when I kind of figured out, oh, this is this is cool. Uh, I was gonna graduate, I graduated uh, right when the market crashed, so right after 2010, and all of the nonprofit offers I had, because that's what I was gonna do. Eventually, I saw myself running my own nonprofit one day, but that bubble burst with the other bubble. <laughs> and uh, with that said, I had the opportunity to move to Chicago um, so I moved to Chicago. There you go. I moved John, to Chicago. Told me to move to Chicago. <laughs> I have the shortest arms in the world. <laughs> T-Rex arms trying to reach for that thing. Derek and I set that up in advance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, well played, buddy. John. Yeah, well done. I'll get you back. <laughs> um, so uh, fast forward, I moved to Chicago looking for adventure. Started working at a couple steakhouses. Then I worked at Next Restaurant, which is a part Huge. of the Linear Group. And then um, I, you know, became the beverage director at Elizabeth Restaurant, which is a one-star Michelin. Huge um, All before 30. And I think the only reason it happened is because, you know, I hustled and grind. Um, you know, my entrepreneurial spirit comes from being around entrepreneurs from a young age. And so I, I, didn't, I don't know how to approach life in any other way. 
um and just doing that led me to you know where i am now and wine enthusiast magazine and on the cover by the way <laughs> he was on the cover he's being he's being very modest he was on the cover of wine enthusiast magazine yeah 40 under 40 uh very this cool. year so congratulations yeah, that's thank a you. big that's awesome. big deal and um so yeah so that's how i got into wine and now you know i've ventured out and now i'm doing wine in a little different manner than your typical you know sommelier restaurant like i'm in a restaurant but i think most of my time and most of my energy is spent in the wine world wine world in a non-traditional fashion which is often the most fun for me and, and i'm excited to you know tell people and show people what that looks like that's awesome so what is a day-to-day uh day in your life look like like what do you what do you guys do well um so do you want to so there's kind of there's kind of two answers do you want like the typical Somalia's day, or you want my day? Your day. Okay, my day yeah, is a little different. It seems like your day is more fun. Yeah, than my day is a little more fun, depending. Um, so let's use an example of. Let's use today, today. for an example. Yeah. yeah. So today I woke up this morning, uh, went to the shop, uh, the restaurant around nine, uh, had a meeting. Or with our with our um, AP person, so everybody, the person who handles all of our accounts payable. So had that meeting with with her at nine, just to kind of catch up, see where we were. Then at you know ten, eleven, met with the chef, um, and we were talking about new menus, tastings. Last night, recapping that, and at noon, you know that's when uh, Murphy's Law hits, and so someone comes in needing something or working on the project. So that happens noon to one one o'clock well one thirty comes and i'm supposed to be prepared to come see you guys at two um i'm not dressed i'm still in sweatpants sweatshirt <laughs> yeah just walking around the shop just you did, comfortable. You did pretty good with it <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh and so you know between one thirty and 2 i'm getting dressed uh and prepping for a samples and samples event so i have a wine event called samples and samples where we pair wine with music so i'm leaving here to go there so i was kind of prepping and on the phone texting to make sure that the dj's ready that you know the ox court the the space is all connected talking to my manager and business partner so that's happening between that and getting dressed between 1 30 and 2 o'clock <laughs> it's a, you're a business owner. I mean, it's uh, hey, that's uh, entrepreneurs end up typically running around. It's like John and I run in here sometimes. We're like, we got three minutes to get yeah, ready. Get <laughs> jump in. It's like we got to figure this out. Yeah, yeah jump, right. awesome. the, jump in the car with Regine. We we head over and we talk. And that's probably around the time where I, like I have the most calm time because yeah. then Regine and I get to catch up, just talk shop. And now I'm here with you. And then I'll go back and go do samples of samples. And then. After samples, samples over. I'll stop in at the restaurant just to make sure everything's good. I love that you're so. like morning to night. Go, go, go. <laughs> you know what's cool is you know you look at Regine's book and you know it's wine and poetry. You're doing wine and music tonight. You guys are so much more unique than the average wine expert who just you know like you said part of life is you're doing it at the restaurant, but you guys are stepping outside of that and just educating people on wine and and bringing a really cool cultural um and just fun atmosphere to wine i mean for me wine is like hey you're at dinner you're having some wine i'm not like a hey i'm sitting at home just drinking wine type of guy i know a lot of people listening do see it on everybody's instagram at night they're just kind (laughs) of drinking wine but you guys do a really good job of bringing a lot of fun to wine which uh which gets me excited about it because i I love to drink i mean i'm typically drinking tequila (laughs) um i'm 
a champagne guy. I actually really, really like champagne, but I can never figure out if I, and I love sangria and we're going to, I guess, sample a bunch of this stuff in a second. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I think I'm more of like the sweet mm-hmm. type yeah. of wine person. Okay. Do you guys find that there's more of one or the other? We talked, you said mentioned dry, dry, yeah. sweet. Um, I guess, would you like me to? Well, I, I, I think we're going to have two different perspectives. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this will be interesting Uh-oh. to hear yeah. both your perspectives then. Well, you know, my company is a demo company, right? So we are some of the people that you see at Binnie's, Mariano's, yeah. demoing wines, right? So I have to read reports every week. And what I know that I know that I know is most people, I think, actually like sweet wines. Okay. But they think they like dry wine, dry wines. So I think most people like a fruit-forward wine, um, and then beyond. And I think it's really hard to get people to like what are really, really dry wines. So that's that's what I think. Okay. What do you think, Dan? No, I. It's funny. I agree completely. What? That, yeah, I think that people actually like fruit forward. Because if you think about like uh, to nerd out just a little bit, when you think about most of the wines on the market, especially when you talk about New World or wines here in the states specifically, like California, things of that nature, you often find that those wines are very fruit forward. Even though like your cabs, your Malbecs, those wines are still very fruit forward and they're not necessarily sweet like super duper sweet but on the continuum of sweet to dry they have a little bit more of that fruit mm-hmm. uh and here's a here's the one you can put in your back pocket to pull out they have a little more rs which is residual sugar so Ooh. like, Ooh. like him hitting us with the mouth <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that note down next time i'm gonna date I, I want one of your wines with some more rs <laughs> so and then and you want those kind of like fruit forward slightly sweet palate palatable wines because if you think about it, like animals birds all the, all these things when in nature when you you know the the fruit that you don't want is the underripe fruit right because right. those are dangerous so like animals and we you know and us as an extension we will want things that have a little bit of sweetness so i i actually agree with regine on that on interesting well, i i, I for sure know like my palate i tend to like the sweeter stuff a whole lot more mm-hmm. yeah. whereas like sweeter champagnes sangrias that sort of thing i like to drink more if i just have to sit there and just yeah. drink it all night yeah. and so, there's also a distinction between sweet and fruit forward mm-hmm. and maybe um We'll taste at least three of these wines today, and and we'll be I able see to five talk. bottles. We're not opening all five. <laughs> <laughs> We're not opening all five. Gotta walk out of here. You know what? Be, before we do that, can you explain in words what the difference is between fruit forward and because I've always, I've heard that a lot, mm-hmm. but I, it's like okay, so does that mean the you, you taste the fruit right away and it's drier on the back, or what is it exactly? Yeah, so um, the way I like to think about fruit forward is I like to think of so I like to think about wine in a couple ways. Think about it based on region versus grape. Okay. That's one, and that's a whole nother tangent on its own. And then the other thing is thinking about textures and weight, right? So when you think about big and bold, how does it sit on your palate? Does it sit like whole milk? Does it sit like skim milk? Does it sit like two percent? Does it sit like sit like water on your palate? Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the weight situation right and then texture is is it like is it drying out is it pulling all the water out of your gums or is it making your mouth water now the cool thing about sweetness is that there's two things that make your mouth water acidity or like citrus right so like lemon that makes your mouth water and then sugar so both of those things act very similarly on your palate right interesting when i when i bite into a cherry right so there's different types of cherries or even apples right all of those things can have varying levels of sweetness, but they're all 
fruits and they all still taste like fruit no matter where that level of sweetness is. Gotcha. So fruit forward is how much of that fruit expression is there. Interesting. Right? How much okay. are you picking up on that as the largest spectrum of what the wine tastes like versus and then sweetness is how much sugar are yep. you tasting. Right? Okay. So one is just about sugar and the other is about fruit. And those things um, those things can exist in the same space. I wow. Love that. Does that make sense? That makes total sense to me. Absolutely. Like just, yeah. yeah, no, that was cool. great. I feel like I that just seems... learned a lot. From you. <laughs> I know. Whoever wants to go to all oh, my buddies, if you guys want to go out this weekend, we're going to order some wine and I'm going to show you guys. <laughs> I know my shit now. <laughs> I'm going to be dangerous. Yeah. I'm going to be that really confident guy that kind of walks in there now and he's like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll I got, I order. This. I got this. Yeah. Give me the wine list, buddy. Um, cool. So people drink a lot during the holidays. And one of the cool things we wanted to do was be able to talk to these two experts about some different price points and different types of wines you guys can buy, you guys can sample. Regina, I love how you said you ran to Target and just grabbed a couple things I because – uh, in different price spectrums, but stuff that anybody could have. Because obviously you can go crazy in price in wine. I did bring one crazy one. Oh, you did? That we won't open today. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, look at that Jeez. tease. Let's get crazy. Come look on. Look at that tease. But we'll show it. We'll show it. Yeah. Um, should we start the... Uh, dr- I've been chomping at the drink a little bit. <laughs> when are we going to taste? we'll come back to like uh, chat. All of a sudden I'm wine. not hungover anymore. Right. <laughs> okay, so here's what we did. I brought wines from Target Okay. because I had one of my followers say to me everything that you post is $25, $30, which is not true because Derek and I did a series of videos that's on my Shall We Wine YouTube channel where we showed wines under $10. Oh, wow. Okay, so we want people to know that you can enjoy wines at any price point. Um, But today, because let's say you have a grab bag and you want to pair a bottle that's under $10 with my book. You see how I did that? Oh, I brought some of that nice. for you. Yeah, hold on. Let's put that up real quick. <laughs> Let's put that up. up there. There you and go. And then if Love you want to have something that has a little bit of bubbles in it, but you can't afford uh, champagne, I have something very different. It's a sangria, but it does have a little bit of frizzante to it. Nice. And then, of course, I brought champagne because you do know that's, that's actually my favorite. It's your favorite, too? It's what? my favorite. You didn't know? I think you may have said that last what? time. What? It's my favorite too. <laughs> it's an obsession. Uh, I it's if I had a choice between uh, other than drink, and I'm gonna <laughs> say this when I go out drinking, right. I'm probably not drinking with dinner. I'm just I'm I'm drinking. Okay. So rarely at the bar am I having champagne. But if I was given a choice of something to drink, it would be champagne. Okay, and let's make sure because I know Derek and I will talk about this at some point that. Um, there, you know the difference. I know you do between yeah. champagne, cava, prosecco. Do you want to quickly touch on it? Well, okay. So champagne, uh, just to keep it very Scenario. simple, has to come from the Champagne region in France. Okay, mm-hmm. that is it. So sometimes someone will say, "We'll put a, a bottle of cava in front of you," which is also delicious. Cava comes from Spain. It's made in the same method, which is called the method champenoise as champagne, but it's different grapes from a different area, and although it's delicious, it is not champagne. And don't call it champagne. Look at my face, y'all. Just because you have to pop the top doesn't make it champagne. I said that to people before. People like this champagne, I'm like, no, no, no. Just because you're shaking it and you're (laughs) clicking the top off, that's not champagne. don't shake it. Like that just, no, please. No, 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 no. I mean, a champagne is like the least expensive bottle I can think of is maybe $35, $40. And 
it, there's so much work that goes into, you know, a bottle of champagne has to age for 15 months minimum for non-vintage. Non there's a lot of work that goes into it. Don't shake it. Don't pour it on your girlfriend. I, I, I'm like, I get so Well, irritated. I don't know about that. This is where Regina I have poured it on. <laughs> this is going to sound real bad. I actually have only poured the champagne on dudes on a podium I race cars, so guys. Yeah, it's guys. Really I shake. Uh, you shake the champagne and then you spray it at the person. But you, otherwise, if you, I'm normally you drinking, you just broke it, my that. heart. Like I, I just, I had a crush on you, but it's, you <laughs> ruined it. I've killed it. Is it real champagne that you do that? No, it's, no. I don't even think it's real. Okay, champagne. well then, okay, I, I'm back in. Because love. they're not, they're not, they're just giving us whatever they give us. They go get on the podium and then you shake it. And okay, it okay, you just, you're killing yeah, yeah. me. Here. You're no, killing no. me. Okay, I'm back. I'm yeah, back. It's the cheap stuff. We're here again. Derek got a little jealous when as I long as they know you see I got quiet I was like oh is, is that the case Derek, Derek, we're gonna pan to Derek he's walked out I'm out here screw you guys Derek is my wine husband oh he is yes yeah. and oh I'm a God. wine cougar uh oh uh oh, oh. <laughs> Get warm maybe, in here all maybe, of a sudden. Maybe we shouldn't drink all five bottles of John. <laughs> all right, so Derek, why don't you tell us what you brought? And we can uh, open something because I'm thirsty. Okay. <laughs> I want to get back into this cougar. Thing. What's going on? Yeah. Wine cougar. Um, <laughs> Nobody's so, cougaring you, by the way. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Well, they have that's, their that's bad if somebody's cougaring John. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Oh, wow. That's, that's great. wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Hey, he did the T Rex thing to me yeah, earlier, so I had I to did. get him back. <laughs> That is fair. Um, so, uh, on that note, so Regine brought uh, things that are a little bit more accessible, and this you one. know, we're gonna move this one right here. yeah, yeah. So this is you know, that's high end. Yeah, we're not gonna talk about. So that you want me to show it? Yeah, I'll show is, it. Um, what you should, if you can, you want to treat yourself um, for New Year. I love this wine. It's a vintage champagne. Derek, tell us what a vintage champagne is. So typically champagnes are, first of all, they're blended wines from multiple years, so multiple vintages, in order to maintain a consistent level of flavor profile, right? But every once in a while uh, in the champagne region, they'll have a really good year. and the producer A will blessed have a, year. Yeah, a fantastic <laughs> year. And the producer will say, you know what? I don't want to blend any of this. And so they will bottle only the juice from that one particular year um, because they want it to express the terroir or the style of that year. How often does that happen? It varies, I think. We've I've had a few 10. vintages. Uh, we had tw was 2012 was a vintage 12 was. Year. 2010. 10 was vintage. 8. 8. 6. six Four was, and two. Oh, it Seems five, like it even numbers two. are lucky years for yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think five was. I don't think five Yeah, was. it was four and two because I do know I have them all lined up. Oh, see. Okay. <laughs> Regine yeah. knows. So I, just, that's I drink it, she knows it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the Laurent Perrier, which is one of my uh, favorite producers. I have a lot of champagne houses that I love, but this is a really good one. How, yeah. how much would this bottle cost if somebody went to like a Benny's or? I want to say 130 yeah. or Oh, so it is. This is high end. Yeah, it is high end. And this is not one that you would shake. No, 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 you no. You would sip You'd this slowly. An yes. Idiot, if you shook this thing. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this one we're not having, we're but we'll just leave it here and stare at it. If, if you it's shake it, a sommelier from anywhere, just out of the blue, would just come and tackle you. there used to be those uh, those ESPN commercials where like somebody just standing down the hall and guys just tackled. Yeah, that's what would happen if you shake. We won't shake this one. Okay. Yeah. So. 
on the oh go ahead yeah no no so we got that one it's mm-hmm. expensive but that's a treat yourself type yes. champagne yeah. so every year I pick out the bottle that I'm gonna have I already know which one I'm gonna have this year okay it's not gonna be the Laurent Perrier you will read about it very soon very cool um, but yeah so every year I pick it out okay yeah. and so uh, in that same vein so not in champagne so this is a sparkling so this okay. is bougie Cerdon. Bougie, uh, which is what Derek is. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh, got so, a great pocket square. It matches <laughs> yeah, the bottle. So bougie. Look, look so how like he did that. You know, yeah. I, I won't I like say it. it was on purpose, but it was definitely not an accident. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the bougie Cerdon. Um, so it's a method ancestral, um, which is a different method than the champagne method. Um, and but what's most important about this particular wine is it's a demi-sec, so it has a little bit of that sweetness. Okay. Um, which, you know, as we've talked about today, everyone actually loves, yep. it, but they hate to admit it. Um, and it's rich, it's creamy, it has that fruit forward note to it. I really love this wine because the bottle's beautiful, and it is not quite as pricey as the champagne. How but much still, is this guy? So you're looking at roughly about 40 bucks. Can I um, show it to everybody? Yeah, please. Thirty six to forty bucks, I think, is what so what it's me- what it typically is. Yeah, mm-hmm. so not crazy. Something if you wanted something nice, um, but not quite as you know New Year's Eve nice. But I want to celebrate or I want to share this with someone. Um, and then the but let me add uh, that might be what you can afford for New Year's. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Right, because yeah. I've had some twenty. I've had some ten ninety nine New Year's. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I mean and it's a good price real. because in a restaurant, this is not thirty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're looking at a big, bucks. yeah, probably because you know in retail that it's about that thirty forty. And the other thing too is like for for us because we're in the industry, you know, having friends and having relationships, it's easier for the us to have access to price points that are a little that normally would be inaccessible um so it's i think it's always important for sommeliers and for everyone to remember that like you can drink yummy at any price point absolutely Um, and that's the key so awesome yeah um and then so let me show you my oh we're going no you please i'm gonna show you my 6.99 find i'm excited okay so this is uh route one carmenier i'm gonna open it do you want me to show it first John, am I doing a good Vanna White here? You sure. are. You are. Out. Look at this. So, used to be a hand model too. I know. Right? <laughs> with my with my like little fat fingers here. Very nice. This is All on right. sale at Target. Okay. Um, I honestly hadn't had this year in about uh, this wine in about two years. Okay. But I remember when I first tasted it, I was like six ninety nine. Like, how is that even possible? Because it's actually delicious. Okay. And again, we want people to enjoy wine, no matter. Um, how much money they make there's a wine out there for you so let me okay see it's spicy on the nose red berries i hope it tastes good Brigitte, while you're pouring uh food sampling or excuse me food pairing anything in particular with this um, with this wine you know what i really like to have burgers with carmenere yeah, yeah. Um, nice right it's up got my alley. soft tannins so even if you're making, I make the best roasted chicken. I know there are French chefs who would say that's not true, but I really like my roasted chicken. And I do a lot of root vegetables. I put a lot of herbs in it. So I got you, John. John's like, hello. <laughs> um, so I would definitely, with the right roasted chicken, I would definitely go ahead and serve a carmenere with that. Awesome. Yeah. So what do you taste? think? What would you pair with it? Um, so carmenere, I like roasted chicken. I like burgers. Um, I like it on its own. I think there's this kind of 
like green note so like you know veggie stir fry is really good um anything that has some nice amount of fat a hero oh you what yeah <laughs> i could get really hungry i had lunch and breakfast right. now. anything All that's right. kind of rich um because this is gonna go well with kind of richer i, I just know. watched both of you do your um you, you gave it its smell but you also shook it how much should be you be doing that? This oh. is a really silly amateur question. No, that's actually a great question. But I watch people sometimes their entire the entire time they're sipping just keep doing that. And that's like, annoying. I was like, yeah, what are do you doing? <laughs> just don't do. Am that. I do? Am I not this spinning enough? Am I spin, under spinning? Yeah. What's, what's so going on? I my rule of thumb for me is about three. So one, two, three, and of course there's a lot in yours, or you should have a bigger glass. But I do about three, and then I go. Um, John's not waiting. John's drinking. No cheers from John. (laughs) Cheers, John. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. Done in the corner over there. So I think (laughs) Derek probably does about 10. Yeah. He likes likes to swirl. Yeah. I just, um, the funny thing with me is like I'll sit here like while I have it and just swirl it. It just depends. It depends on the wine. Depends on if it's like tight or if it's like. What does it open. do when you're swirling it? Okay, so I, I'm glad that you said that. Sorry to cut you off, but that's important. So okay. for the first time, I'll do it maybe two, three times. Uh, but Derek is absolutely correct. If you're trying to evaluate a, a wine during an hour or half an hour, you will swirl it every time, a couple of times, just to get the aromatic. Yeah, so. Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think that the. For me, so like I am a I am a continuous swirler, if you will. Okay. Um, He's got swirling issues. Yeah, I do. And what will happen is it's the first glass. So the- I'm gonna be a continuous swirler now. <laughs> I have like this nervous twitch now. I'm swirling yeah. away. So like the first glass of any bottle, I'm gonna swirl and swirl and swirl. And, okay. And I think it's a holdover from my studying for exams. Because you're always swirling, tasting, evaluating, thinking about it. And so now, like, even when I'm not doing it, I'm swirling just to try to get more information out of the wine. But after the first glass, I'm drinking. (laughs) I'm I'm always smelling. Uh, Like, I am a, yeah, I have a smelling problem because I love the smell of wine. Not all wine, but actually most, especially a funky wine, a funkier, earthy mushroom thing going on i get excited so i i do smell a lot yeah john is drinking away oh i'm oh yeah putting it away is there a right or a wrong way to hold a wine glass yes and you were doing it the wrong yeah. way i know i watched both of you you, totally you see the adaption you're the wrong way see you're you're drinking like like I drink other drinks. I watched, I observed the experts, and they're drinking like this. So I switched. The right way yeah. is whatever makes you happy at home. No, no, no. I'm no, going to do the okay. proper way, whether it makes me happy or not. Yeah, you want to hold it by the stem. <laughs> okay. And uh, you know, Derek can chime in, but you're holding it by stem because you you don't want to change the temperature of the wine. Okay. Yes. There is a reason behind it. Yes, that's there good. Is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you're warming it up if you're. But if you it drink like it this. super fast like John does, you can hold it because the temperature won't change. You can hold it wherever the hell you want. So I'm, I'm, at a, I'm at a loss here because my camera's not working, so I can't show people that I'm barely sipping. You're making me. But you were sipping in the corner before we started. <laughs> you guys are terrible. Crazy though. Yes. This is really good. Right. I completely forgot it was six ninety nine mm-hmm. until I just thought about it again. This is 
really good for six ninety. Exactly. Really? The regular now their regular price to be fair is I think ten ninety nine. Still, Whoa, but really they always Whoa. I know, but you have I have to be honest, but they usually have it Target usually has this one on sale around the holidays for about six nine nine. And there are different um expressions or Cabernet Sauvignon, they they make a um I think a Chardonnay as well. But I I really like the Carmenere. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna Get a case of this because it's right? six. If you're having a party, yeah. you, you can't afford. I can't afford yeah, to forty dollar wines for every person. Whether you can or not, right. this is really good. Yeah. I mean, agreed. If people are going to be drinking all the time, like even um, holiday parties right now, right. we're talking about sure. the holidays. If right. you're going to have a holiday party and you're hosting and you're going to have drinks. Six ninety nine. You could just get everybody drunk off this. Just, or maybe it's not about getting drunk, Mo. Yeah, maybe <laughs> you're just enjoying it. Our holiday party on Friday. The problem with our parties are they're just a drunken mess. So well, you got yeah. six ninety nine. You can just hook them up. That is awesome. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yes. Now I know how to hold a wine glass. Yes. I know how much I'm supposed to swirl and why. Yes. What, what, what was that RS thing? Ah, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> damn it! You got me. What is real sugar? Residual, residual sugar. sugar. Yes. Well, we're, we're, we're on each other now. <laughs> after Regine told you. Okay. Touche. I was yeah. trying to whisper. And then the other thing I wanted to bring out um, or point out is that this is a screw top or a yes. Stelvin enclosure Stelvin. is if how we call fancy. it in the um, wine uh, industry. But, you know, consumers call it a screw top. It doesn't mean it's a bad wine. It doesn't mean it's a cheap wine. It just means that it's a wine that should be consumed young okay. and fresh and so there you go. I love that you said that because yep. I think the general perception is what you kind of mentioned mm -hmm. that it's because it's a screw top wine that it's a cheap wine no. or a bad wine. But this is really, I mean, this is inexpensive, right. um, but it's really, really good. Yeah. And there are some areas that are using predominantly um, Stelvin enclosures like New Zealand does. Um, I don't know. I haven't read anything, and maybe Derek can talk about this, about aging. I don't think we've had Stelvin's long enough to know about longevity like we do with corks yeah. but have, do you know anything about so what i do know is mm -hmm. um there's actually a producer in austria who puts his pinot noir in stelvin mm -hmm. um and um jr I, I can't i forget how to pronounce the name but they have a wine their 2007 pinot noir is under stelvin enclosure mm -hmm. and it the la i tried it last year around this time about last year years. and it was singing Wow. Really? It was fantastic. So, and so it's 10 years. Yeah. So, Pinot. so, so mm -hmm. Pinot 10 years, which Pinot is one of those wines that, you know, like if, if not, if the conditions aren't perfect and you're not storing it properly and if the enclosure is not proper, then it's going to, it's going to go on you. Um, and that was beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful wine. And, I, and the point was for them to kind of debunk the concept of Stelvin versus cork enclosures. Mm -hmm. And from the taste of that wine, it did. Really now, do we have, you know, evidence of, you know, going back 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Not so much. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, I think, you know, that first 10 years was a very good indicator of potential. But as far as having some in-depth knowledge about long-term. It's relatively a newer. It's yeah. relatively yeah. new. Um, it's like LASIK. No. Yeah. <laughs> Another topic I'm terrified of. But it's, it's, again, funny because I have a friend of mine that goes, don't ever invite a date over and have screw-top wine, no, he calls it. And that's not true, apparently. So um, I should have, here's the way to, part of the problem is that, I don't know if you, if you the camera's capturing this, but. Part of the problem is that when people open uh, Stelvin, they'll go, 
Yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, why are you doing that? So what it's like you it's a bottle do, of whiskey. Yeah. So right. what you want to do is you want to hold it, hold it and twist the bottle. I'm like, oh, okay. that's sexy, hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Feels, you know what I'm saying? Looks like, like you're actually like uncorking that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's a whole, that's a different There's a sexy way to even open wine. Yeah. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. <laughs> and the other thing too is like, you know, especially in restaurants, like people want to see you open to go through, yeah, open you know, open, cut the full, yada, yada, yada. And, you know, and that's the romance of it. And I think, you know, there's a, the romance can be not just in the opening of the bottle, but the enjoyment and yeah. who you're enjoying it with. So why don't you romance us and open that other bottle? Yeah, right. let's so do it. Do we want to go? So you know, I know you like something that's a little sweet. I'll I'll try anything. Okay, well then let's let's stick with red. It's gonna warm let's you up, it. and it'll help. You know, it'll help speed up that process for tonight. Oh, perfect. You're gonna be there. Yeah, wow. Sorry, sorry, Chicago uh, scene in modern luxury. <laughs> <laughs> I stumble stumble in there to get my award nice and drunk. I'm gonna blame it on Derek and Jane. But before I can open this bottle, though, I have to do one very important thing. Chug. <laughs> there you go. Um, now I'm prepared. I'm learning so much from you guys today. This is a lot of fun. Um, question, if, do you guys have a, if you want to go on like a wine trip, do you guys have a, I guess it's two questions, your favorite wine location to go and drink, whether it's Napa, some people have, you know, you got to go to Europe and B is it, cause your favorite might be different than a place you would recommend to somebody who's never been on one to go and be able to sample a bunch of stuff. So mm-hmm. I guess it's two questions, your favorite place. And then a recommendation of if you're going to go on a wine trip, where should you go? So for me, uh, I know this isn't fair, but my favorite place is where I haven't been. Okay. Mm. Uh, honestly, because there are so many wines that I want to get to know and, and see where they're made and meet the people. So for me, it's where I haven't been. Cool. Um, for consumers, though, I would say follow a wine that you love. Okay. Just If you Smart love champagne, advice. go to champagne. If you love, you know, I love uh, Barbera's. I went to Piedmont. Uh, so that's what I would say. Find out what you love. If you love California wines, if you love Sonoma, just go to Sonoma and okay. start there. And then the journey will open up. We're actually taking a group to um, Spain. We haven't decided yet, but uh, in July of next year. So we'll definitely. Oh, Wheelhouse, wheelhouse from Spain? Yes, yes. There you go. <laughs> Let's go. Drunken Absolutely. Wheelhouse from yeah. Spain. And then we took a group to um, Oregon, uh, okay. to Willamette Valley. Uh, we'll a few do years Spain ago. instead of Oregon. That's what I said. But yeah. Oregon's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. No, Oregon's Oregon be cool. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. How about you, Derek? Wow. Um, I think so. I'm going to try to answer the, the question about where someone else should go. Yeah, a consumer. A, a consumer. Um, and I think, you know, it's it's tough because I was gonna say you know I want you to go somewhere where you can not just be sold wine but you can learn about wine. Yeah. I think tours that are focused on small producers. I like if you go do a tour, but do a tour of non-name brand wine. So if mm-hmm. you if you can find it around, don't go tour those places. Tour the little small mom and pops. You'll get more opportunity to talk with winemakers, meet the people, and you get to see kind of the process and the passion in making wine. Not saying that the bigger houses don't have that, but just they're going to be inundated with a ton of people. Yeah, less and, intimate. And so, yeah, so that intimate setting gives you an opportunity to taste more. They'll probably pull your extra glass or two or three or four, <laughs> um, which is always <laughs> which good. Which Mo really likes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And then you get to learn and you get to get those wonderful gems and one of the wonderful moments with talking with people who are whose hands are in the dirt so yeah i'm gonna have to reach out to both of you because i'm going to san francisco to do we're talking off air i'm doing the uh uh 
Alcatraz triathlon yeah. in June and I was going to stay a little bit extra and just go through wine country, at least in California. Yeah. So good spot. Yeah, you guys absolutely. Have to figure that out. Yeah. How about your favorite? Personal? So my favorite personal, um, is I actually was here, went there, um, this summer and it's a pre-rot, um, in yeah. Spain. So, okay. so in Spain, it's, you know, roughly an hour, hour and a half, uh, south of Barcelona okay. and it's super mountainous. Um, rocky hilly so it takes an hour so you get you drive into monsant and then within monsant is prerot and so it takes you an hour or 30 minutes to get from monsant to prerot and then another 30 minutes to an hour to get up prerot because it's straight up straight mountainous windy roads and you're like am i ever gonna this wine better be good because yeah. I'm, I'm tired of driving <laughs> and you get there and it's picturesque and there's sheer cliffs with there's you know the was it it's not volcanic soil and ash. It's um, oh, was it black slate, if I'm not mistaken? And they actually have to cut terraced into the mountains in order to have the vineyards, in order to grow vines. Hopefully, and the person wow. driving you up and back is not indulging on the wine. for me, I was I was lucky because I, I I got to go with um I got to visit winemakers and so. What I, I met a couple of winemakers in Monsanto and they drove me up Prairie and drove down. So like they know it like the back of their hand and they're going fast and I'm like I'm going up like going up sober. You're like oh I'm scared coming down drunk. You're like oh whatever. I feel great anyway. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, it is one of the most beautiful places in the world. Very cool. Um and you know it's small. Not a lot of people know about it. So there's not a ton of tourism there. Um, so you really get to talk to the winemakers and hang out with the people. And it didn't hurt that I got to have dinner and lunch with one of the winemakers afterwards. He was like, hey, what are you doing for dinner? I was like, uh, I don't know. He's like, you're eating with me. And instead of going to a restaurant, we went to like their house. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Very cool. So oh, I, really I am a bit cool, yeah. biased. Like, you know, yeah. they, they got me with that. But yeah. Is that wine from the producer? So the funny thing is, so this wine is not from the producer, but this is from the region. Oh, okay. Let's okay. Open so, it up. So yeah, so my son. You see how I keep trying to get you over? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like for real, dude. Like, how long am I gonna? Have we're to for wait? sure going over on this show, which is totally cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. me, because we're we're just hanging out. I had a moment. I was just yeah. yeah I was I had like, just open the wine, dear. Right. Open the wine. That would have been a great story over a glass of wine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I started getting the shakes. Right? Yeah. Like, we're so like high. sitting there, like, huh? Uh-uh. Let's make sure this one's showing. What does that mean? Uh, showing or yeah. so making sure that the wine is not flawed. That is, you okay. Know, it's putting Can I show its best face Yeah, please uh, feel free. The guests with my modeling of <laughs> bottles now. If you guys, for any of your events, want a guy to just walk up to the table and be like, "Well, here's the wine," <laughs> you're and hand it off. I now know how to open a sexy bottle as well. <laughs> we bottle got in a sexy you. way. Oh yeah, that's yummy. Very nice. Oh, that's great. They do. And so now I can see the people can't, nobody else can see, but I can see on the back exactly where in Spain it's from. Yeah. For the rest of you, go and buy I, the bottle. I really like this. Um, I really like Monsanto and Prerot. And I, I like that this producer and um, this importer, because they, they're really big into letting you know where the wine comes from and giving you as much information as possible Perfect. about it. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm do, do I have another friend coming over here? John's coming. I'm spinning away. Spinning, spinning, spin, 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 spin. I think I'm kind of between you guys. I don't do three. I don't spin the whole time. But 
I think Derek is rubbing off on me. I'm, I'm <laughs> overspinning now. Yeah. Right, time to taste this. Cheers. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, I drank it right Oh, uh, look, so I went to go drink it the wrong way again, no. and now yeah. I'm correcting myself, yeah. learning. Yeah. It's, harder to, it's harder to spin from holding the stem. Derek is a spinner, so I'll spin too. Uh, and so the cool thing about this one, this one is a little more dense, a little more weighty. Um, wow, it's really good too. Yeah. Has a little bit higher alcohol too, so 14 and a half. So it, it gets What's the average? Uh, so it just depends. Um, I, for me, 12 and a half, 13 is where, 12 and a half to 13 is where most red wines live. Um, it depends on the region. Uh, so warmer climates usually have higher alcohol, okay. cooler climates lower. Um, now, with that rule, it's always broken, right? Someone's always breaking that breaking. rule. That's kind of the thing in wine. As soon as there's a rule, it gets broken. Uh, but yeah, so that kind of 12 and a half to 13, 13 is a little bit on the high end. Um, but yeah, this 14 and a half is it's, it's smoking. Yeah, it's is smoking. there any science behind champagne gets you drunker than wine? I don't know any. I, haven't, I don't know any. I was like, oh, champagne gets you drunk. And maybe it's a placebo for me, mm-hmm. and maybe it's because I drink champagne more than I drink wine, but I feel like it does, maybe. Yeah. And I then, that, you know, I, I think that maybe you drink it, people drink it faster. Faster. Yeah. That's right. what, That's I, what think. I thought, too. Yeah, because, you know, if, if it's at the right temperature, it's refreshing. Um, Usually it's no. for a party, yeah. so you're yeah. not just hanging out. You're, right. yeah. It's an occasion. Yeah. And, and again, to that occasion point is most times when you're having champagne or sparkling, it's in a celebratory moment. So then you feel celebratory. So then you feel that euphoria and yeah. all of that leads to. <laughs> and oh, then you might have had a shot or two yeah. to celebrate as well. And <laughs> then you're mixing and it turns into John's weekend. <laughs> You're not the one that keeps talking about all this stuff. <laughs> I'm just sitting here minding my own business. John's not talking much because he's still drunk from Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Did you chug that glass too, buddy? No, I'm 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 with I'm you. Teasing. Actually, what? Regine, I believe she did beat us. She's front. almost. Yeah. She's in front. She well, was, I only had a little bit. No, no, no. I only had a little bit because, like Derek, I have a show tonight, so yeah. I'd like to to be able to speak. To my audience. That's great. I'll be the only drunk pe- person at my yeah, event. Yeah. <laughs> you guys will be already laughing. getting there. Sober. Um, that was really good, too. I felt like both of them were on the, I want to say, sweeter end fruit of the fruit, fruit, fruit forward, forward yeah. end of the spectrum. And I tried to keep in mind the making your mouth water, mm-hmm. and I feel like both of them did. Yeah. That's some acidity. So you have good yeah. acidity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good acidity. Mm-hmm. And the okay. funny thing is, is right? But these are dry wines. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. Yes. These, these, are con- these two yes. are considered on the dry end of the spectrum? Yes. Definitely. And that's what I mean by everyone oh. really likes sweetness in their wine or fruit in their wine. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. I would o- I always, if somebody said, do, do you, and I'm asking questions again about a wine menu, do you like sweet or dry? I always go, I really prefer sweet. Like, I don't have a problem saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess some people might. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit that all day long. So these two, they would probably would not have recommended because they're and on the dry they, spectrum, yeah. yes. but they're really good. So yeah. if you shift your language to, I like fruit forward wines, yes. right? What? Ah. And then you might throw a little RS on that. Ah, look at that. Right? Look at that. You're, You're in the game. game. Oh, You're I'm the a game. pro now. Oh, I'm ordering yeah. wine so much. <laughs> I'm actually just going to be a snob at our holiday party. They probably have a set menu. I'll be like... Uh, I have whatever is the most fruit forward. Like, you just had 10 shots of tequila, <laughs> asshole. Don't make any requests. Very cool. Yeah. And I think the, I think the, the takeaway from all of that is that 
the thing that Regine and I do is we want people to have the language and the understanding. So then they're empowered to make their own decisions, right? right? So then you can say, I like this. And most importantly, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Like the key for a, a true wine drinker isn't, oh, I only drink sweet wine or I only drink dry wine. It's having an appreciation for the entire spectrum. Right. And then being comfortable enough to be moody about what you want in that, in that moment. moment. Yeah. You know what's difficult? I and I was thinking about that for you guys is if somebody comes in and they just say dry or sweet, you're not left with a lot of direction. So you probably almost have to go to a safe place. But if somebody can vocalize a few more things that they care about in their wine, it allows you to have the fun job of really picking out something that'll make that moment better for them. Absolutely. And that's the job of the sommelier, right? To be a translator, to ask those questions. Right. Um, because if you don't know, you don't know. So you right. might only know dry or sweet. Right. And it's our job to ask a little bit more. Sometimes I drive Derek crazy because I'll go to his restaurant and say, just bring me something. <laughs> so what, what I love about what I've learned <laughs> from both that. of you yes. is, you know, you guys have educated me and we've spent some time together and I've learned a We're lot. We're going to charge time. you for that education. Perfect. Yeah. I, I would pay <laughs> for it. Invoice in the mouth. I'm in. You could send me a bill. This education I would pay for. Um, but I've learned a lot just being able to talk to you guys and hopefully people listening are learning a lot. But sometimes in a restaurant, you have a couple seconds to make a decision. You might also be shy about it because you're trying to impress somebody that you're out right. on a date with. How does somebody come to you guys or go to an event or is there anything that you guys suggest that somebody who's listening to would go to to get some of this information that John and I have been lucky enough to learn from the two of you? Well, thank you for asking www.shallwewine.com. Yes, so we have, uh, we blog. Follow me on uh, Instagram because I educate with my reviews. And then we also host um, consumer events. So if you go to the website, we'll let you know where the consumer events are and you can learn at those events. I think it's such a valuable thing. I mean, I, I would suggest to any business person that's listening, and we, we, we cater a lot to entrepreneurs. <laughs> We've gotten into wine a lot in your two businesses, but you're going to be out, you're going to be entertaining, and you're going to be doing this sort of thing. So if you can learn the verbiage and the understanding of the things that you're teaching us, you can, when you're at an outing, talk to people and figure out what they want. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting way to connect with somebody and then order that. And obviously you guys are going to have a better dinner experience. You guys are going to have more fun. You're going to connect on a deeper level. Yeah, and I'll I give agree. Derek a chance to answer. But one of the things that corporations invite me in to do is to do educational seminars. Yeah. So um, I work with a lot of law firms, okay. and we recently did um, two different programs, but one of them I brought in uh, two other sommeliers, and we had breakout groups, and we talked about food and wine pairing. Um, and so the attorneys and their clients left with a better understanding of what works with what. Very cool. So I'm available for that, too. Be cool to book want? you for a <laughs> client appreciation party for even realtors. Realtors, you guys throw a lot of client appreciation parties. That is a cool client appreciation mm -hmm. event to have you out there to kind of give that education. Yep. A, everybody loves drinking at their client appreciation parties, but then an educational piece to get mm -hmm. people... And again, I venture a guess that 90, 95% of people, even if they think they're a wine expert or they love drinking wine, they probably down deeper self-conscious about the little bit they don't know about wine. That's and probably yeah. true. I mean, I think even sommeliers are self-conscious about the little bit they don't know. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So like, I, can, I think I empathize with the fact that like, as a sommelier, I know that there are, you know, moments or things that I don't know because I'm always learning. Yeah. And 
the thing that drives me is curiosity, not to be right. And for us, it's about handing over that curiosity to you. Because once you have the curiosity, then, you know, the world's your oyster. You can try, find, and observe everything around you and pick out the wines that you love. So I'm super curious. Yeah. I'm curious what we're going to drink next. Are we going to have one more? Yeah, so pass me the uh, wine key, please. Oh, John, yeah. I love how much over we are, but... What time is it? I know. What time do you guys have to leave? Four twenty. It's four twenty. Is it really? Okay. Uh, well, let's knock this one out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's <laughs> knock this one out, and we'll we'll yeah, wrap up. Yeah, I think up. they have to roll. Yeah. So. Um, so this is the longest show, but it's also the one we've drank the most on. So <laughs> I don't seem to care. You know what? That's kind of bubbly, and we've learned over the weeks and months uh, so much on the show from different perspectives and such. But what we're learning today. Did you just chug that. I'm sorry, John, to interrupt you. She just, she just. I professionally checked it. She just. It was, I wish that was on camera. I caught it. No. It was so fast. First of all, so, her pinky was up in the air, it so was. It was, so technically, so it, was it wasn't a chug. Yeah. It, oh, so pinky up, you're not chugging. No. No, 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 you're not. It's a quick sip. You know, it's a quick John, sip. You, I, I, you are now my favorite. See, it was Mo, but now you're my favorite. Yeah, I, I called her out. Quick sip. And I know your girlfriend's going to be mad at me, but now I have a question. <laughs> She's not the jealous type. She's not okay. No, she no, understands. Because no. yep. I, I bring the wine. You do. Um, I got to show this bottle because I've yes, actually had great? some of this. And it's I, it, how much is this? It's not that uh, expensive. Eleven ninety nine. Yep. It smells good, too. Yeah. Um, this bottle. John, is it on me? I haven't even gotten close and I can smell how sweet this is. John, I don't know if it's the camera's on me. It is. Okay, so this is sangria. Serve extra cold on ice, it says in the back. Yes. And I love sangria. Okay. Because I feel like it's sweet. This is sweet. Yes. Okay, but it's in terms of pre-mixed sangria, it is not the... Oh, I'm sorry. I got to get closer, everybody. Okay. In terms of um, pre-mixed sangria, it is not super, super sweet. This is not syrupy sweet. It's a natural uh, product. Uh, It's fresh. It should be served a little colder than we have it now, but I brought it because people do tend to like sweet wines. Also, I think it's a nice um, brunch wine. So if you're having yeah. a lot of salty dishes, and if you don't want to do mimosa for brunch during the holidays, I think this is a good go-to. Um, I think it's good. 7% alcohol. I so low alcohol. So low alcohol yeah. content. Yes. Uh-huh. So you have to drink a lot of this to be drunk. <laughs> what is but wrong with you? you can drink it. So what I was getting to the brunch. <laughs> so br- I was going to go with the brunch. You can drink this at brunch mm-hmm. comfortably yep. and not have that, well, the rest of the day, I'm... Yeah. really in trouble exactly and the fun thing i think about sangria in general is um you know i like to use sangria as like adding things to it so adding even adding more sparkling to a mm-hmm. sangria so okay. adding yeah. some bubbles or even adding you know a brandy or adding a spirit to a sangria is always fun because it it's one of those things where you know it it allows you to say look i know this is wine and i love it on this face as it is but if you want to you know punch it up a little bit you can always do that. And so it becomes, it can be your mixer. So then you're really yeah. stepping on the gas. You got 7%, a 7% alcohol mixer and then alcohol. It's up your alley, Mo. It's up your alley. When you, when you, can you mix it, it with smells tequila? Sweet? <laughs> right. <laughs> but when you tasted it, it's not super syrupy no, sweet no, in no, any no, way. No, 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 but no, 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 the, the, on the nose, you think, oh, this is going to be really, really sweet. But it's, it's not. It's very refreshing. It tasting. is, yeah. And they have different expressions. So there's a white sangria. There's a rosé, and I think there's one that's a gold bottle that maybe is ginger. Okay. So they've really had a lot of fun with uh, with the sangria. This is Lolia. Yeah. Lolia. Mm-hmm. 
And for eleven ninety nine, it's really, really good. Exactly. Um, and I love that you brought budget friendly options in Absolutely. here because I, I agree with you. I think the the reoccurring theme here should be not only that you guys are amazing at what you do, but that any budget can really enjoy wine or a champagne or sangria or mm-hmm. any of these products because you don't have to spend a ton of money to 100%. enjoy them. Yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting because I feel like wine is the only alcohol where you truly can appreciate a really good bottle for something like six ninety nine. Try to have a six ninety nine bottle of vodka and it's disgusting. Not so much. Right. You know, or six ninety nine bottle in of plastic. tequila. Like I, I just feel like you can't really sit down and enjoy that mm-hmm. at a lower budget. You almost have to go to a higher budget yeah. to truly enjoy it. Whereas with wine you can't. I agree. With almost some except for Pinot Noir. I, I'm gonna put it out okay. there. Yeah, yeah I'm don't I, I have yet and I'm sure someone's going to Call me out on it. They might send me a bottle. I will taste it. I have yet to taste an inexpensive Pinot Noir that I would call, as Derek likes to say, yummy. Okay. Yeah. Not, I haven't yet. That's yeah, good. That's I, good to know. Yeah. yeah I for, think that. Um, I don't know. I, so I will say that the, I've seen some declassified, and this is getting it into jargon a little bit. I've seen some declassified stuff that that was inexpensive, but. At that point, it's relative, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is inexpensive? It's like 25, 30 bucks. Right. Yeah. But, yes. So, like, and that that is inexpensive in the Pinot Noir, in the really nice Pinot Noir world. Um, I think. That's you, where you should spend your money. Yeah. If you're going to spend some money on wine, right, I think save the money and go for an expensive yeah, Pinot yeah. Noir. Spend okay. Money. That's good yeah. advice. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So, Regine, well, when well, you say inexpensive, you, you have not found an inexpensive Pinot Noir that is yummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's the basement that, from the basement up, that you would put in yep. that yummy That's class? a great question. So the least expensive that I remember tasting was eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. that okay. I thought was good. Okay. Um, most of the Pinots that I enjoy are going to be twenty five, thirty five. Uh, price so point. not crazy okay. expensive, but you're no, not in that no, no, six ninety nine no. to like fifteen. Yeah. Exactly, budget. exactly. Like a six ninety nine Pinot Noir would might scare <laughs> yeah. me a little yeah, bit. I'm, yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah. I was nervous about any wine that was six ninety nine, but that was really good. I really it's, enjoyed that one. I good. think that is actually I think that's my favorite of everything we've tasted today. I, I like them all a lot mm-hmm. and oh, for very different much, reasons. Very much. Um, obviously, I, I just poured myself another big pour of this. I like cream. that. Yeah. Keep pouring. Um, it's, it's also very close to my, <laughs> my balls, and you're over there swinging <laughs> yeah. it down. It's uh, it's close to my grip, and it's very refreshing <laughs> tasting. Derek, how do we find you? So um, you can find me at Derek C. Westbrook, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-C-W-E-S-T-B-R-O-O-K.com. So there um, you can find out about the events. Um my Instagram, you can definitely find out about samples and samples. Uh, I think that's the next big thing that I'm working on as far as pairing wine with music, Instagram, social that. media. Is that the same, the full name spelt out with the middle initial? That yes. Yep. Okay, I just want to make sure I, I got you on the screen, and I just want to make sure I'm putting up the right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's me. Okay, very good. Yeah, don't get the other Derek C. Westbrook followers. And the reason right? why we did the C is because, you know, you have Derek Russell Westbrook, Westbrook yeah, yeah. Derek Rose, and I was like, this is, I'm, no one is ever going to be able to find me. <laughs> well, if you want funny, there's a guy who has my name, Mo Dodger, which is not a common, nobody else has my name. 
And he has it, and then he wouldn't give me my Instagram. He like held it hostage. So I got pissed. So I did the real Modatka. Uh, so but he's got five followers who are my friends who <laughs> randomly followed him. And I'm like, guys, cut it out. And Twitter gave me my name back because he had taken my Twitter uh-huh. and he had made fun of me on Twitter. And he was actually funny. It wasn't me because he's far funnier than I am. He made fun of my height and stuff. He was kind of witty. So I don't know who. For being so tall. For being so tall. Right. I don't know who this guy who has my social media handles are and he used to have a dumb looking picture of me that he oh, found no. somewhere but i got my twitter back because i responded to twitter i'm like this is me this yeah. guy's making fun of me give me my name back instagram didn't so i just went with the real the real that's a good one i like yeah. that the yeah. real that was a real. great story <laughs> i know it's just he, he had an instagram story i wanted to yeah, share my so. own um i love that you're pairing it with music and you pair it with poetry again i think it's a cool fun way to bring awareness to wine with making it fun for the general public. Um, wine, I feel like, does intimidate a lot of people. It, it's always intimidated me until I met Regine and she was on before and she made it fun for me. And Derek, obviously you've done an incredible job of also making it fun for us. And I want to come out. I don't know how often you have the events. Tonight, obviously, I'm at, at an event, but yeah. I'd love to come out to something like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can check out the website. I'll definitely send you an invite. Um, we are taking it on the road, so I think the next cool. couple ones are going to be in um, Atlanta and Nashville. Oh, you're taking it all over. I'll come yeah. to Nashville. There you go. Nashville? Uh, <laughs> Nashville. So I can't really tell you the date yet. Um, Ooh, it's, it's secret. Does it get warmer? Uh, no. I mean, it's going to be warmer because it's not it's not Here Chicago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we're looking at January for okay. Nashville and Atlanta. Um, I mean... It's it's pretty much set in stone. I'm okay, really cool. About you sure, that. you don't want to drop down to Miami. Yeah. Uh, so so those two are definitely happening, and then we're looking to do some New York, um, DC, and then Detroit are the other things on the docket. So very cool. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. We did one here. Uh, we partnered with City Winery here and did one in Chicago. Um, so I plan on circling back to do that. It's just. Um, we sold out, and so we're trying to figure out how to make it make sense to do a larger one. Yeah, but cool. still give you that intimacy. So, yeah, well, congrats on selling crazy. out. Yeah, um, bananas. Both of your passions for wine and what you guys do comes out immediately. You know, it's it's cool to see. Like I said, a lot of times I go into places and I, I'm nervous about wine. I've said it a hundred times today. And the people don't make you feel comfortable about wine. You two both do an incredible job of making guys like John and I feel comfortable about wine and bringing a really fun feel to wine. This is the longest we've gone on any show. What? Wow. I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure. We're like an hour and 23 yeah. minutes in. It's but Thursday it's, afternoon. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Thursday afternoon. Um, Wait, it's because Wednesday, you guys, though. Wednesday? Yeah, it's it was John, when we started. John, oh, oh, John, yeah. John's comedy. John's like... Slow on the uptake. I'm sorry, guys. Thank yeah, you I very much. <laughs> I have his humor kind of down now. <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. Eddie Murphy over there. He's the funny guy in the corner. Yeah, give me some But um, you guys really do do an incredible job of making people like me and John, A, understand wine, mm-hmm. B, have a good time with wine. So I'm excited to come to your events. Definitely, for those of you watching, we got to do 100 books in 30 days. Please check out our book on Amazon. It's awesome. It, it is really awesome. I have yeah, my own copy, so none of you guys can have it. It's mine. Um, and then check out her Instagram because she's doing 30 reviews in 30 days. Today is day 17. I'm going to go back and watch a few more of your reviews. Thank you. I, I have, since you came on the show, I've had a 
bigger love for understanding wine. So if I'm at Benny's doing something, I will spend a little more time looking at stuff and just being more aware. And then Derek today, you, the whole, the watering and, you know, the fruit forward and everything that you taught us just makes me more interested in learning. And I feel like I'm a martial artist. I feel like I've gone from a white belt to maybe a blue belt. And why not? You You guys are like black belts. You guys are like masters. (laughs) Yeah. But I'll, I'll give myself insane. like a green. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Black, uh, you guys so are black belts. You guys, you guys are experts at this. You guys are instructors, and I feel like I've graduated one level mm. over most of my friends who don't know shit. <laughs> so when we go to dinner, guys, I'm when you drop that RS bomb, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm start fruit forward. And yeah. like, Whoa! What? And you're like, what's up? Yeah. My dates are gonna think I'm sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, no. They're they're still like halfway through. They're gonna be like, look at this drunken moron. Give me, but, uh, give me 10, 10 shots of tequila and a bottle of fruit forward wine <laughs> for the lady. <laughs> yeah, for the lady. <laughs> um, but I really appreciate you guys coming on. You guys are so much fun. Um, definitely check out everything the two of them are doing. I want you guys back on the show almost every week. We'll do a total separate show and just drink with them. John. Yeah, right. Um, thank you so much again for coming on. Thank you. Um, for those of you who are doing wine for the holidays and want to do pairings, you learned today it does not have to be a crazy budget. You can even go down to six ninety nine and have a really tasty wine. Screw top wines are not necessarily bad wines. What was the term what was for it? Stelvin. Stelvin, Stelvin yeah. wines Stelvin. are not enclosure. Stelvin, Stelvin enclosure wines. <laughs> are not necessarily bad or cheap wines. They can be very, very good. Um, and then you can go all the way to the really expensive stuff, which is sitting with an army. Yeah, which we didn't open. <laughs> which didn't open. <laughs> it's probably oh, okay. Oh, you haven't forgotten. We haven't forgotten. <laughs> I was hoping everything else would yeah. make forget. But there's so much you can do with wine, and uh, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I, I'm going to come to both your events. Awesome. John will, John's too, John's coming sure. tonight. I am. I'm going to go yeah. to oh, Eugene's event. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. time is yours end? Uh Nine o'clock. Oh, you, my name's please. At like you will. Oh, I was gonna. Say, oh, you can stop by if you want, but yeah. you might not be able to. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> how you won't be I have to. So, to my buddies going with me tonight, uh, I will be a couple steps ahead of you. So, if you're at home getting ready, take a shot or two, or have uh, have a drink or two. Plus, we're cracking this. What are you cracking? Oh, the hell is. So, I will. You know what? When we wrap it up, I'm gonna steal a camera and give Regine the credit she deserves for bringing this. Oh, okay. <laughs> What are we moving to whiskey? <laughs> that that sounds like a little trepidation in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, Mo. Again, You're sorry, modern luxury. <laughs> sorry, Chicago scene for the drunkest 2018 power player that will be at the event. So, sorry, guys. Um, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, next week, um, John's telling me to keep talking. You want me to keep talking? I was going to announce next week. Um, next week, we're going to be back on at 3 o'clock. We will not have a day after Christmas show. I think we may have a day after New Year's Day show, um, but we haven't really hammered that out yet. We don't want to be gone for a couple weeks, but the day after Christmas, we won't be live. So we're going to have two more shows and then a break for Christmas, and then we're going to come back to you guys. John, who do we have on next week? Because John wants us to announce the guests a week in advance now. Well, before I do that, I want to grab this. Oh, yes, you're doing it now. I have over here <laughs> a bottle of High West Rendezvous Rye brought to me by our gracious guest, Regine. Uh, one of our early conversations, I made mention of enjoying whiskey, uh, Irish whiskey, rye, burnt, all the way, everything except scotch. I'm not really a, and 
Regine said, well, I'm going to bring you a bottle. I said, no, no, no. She goes, oh, absolutely. And today she showed up. Oh, my goodness. So this is going to be enjoyed. <laughs> um, I don't know if you, our guests or audience, noticed, but uh, Mo throws dr the word drunk in a lot. You know, shots and drunk. So I'm not going to enjoy it with him. I'm going to enjoy it with maybe you two. <laughs> you <know. laughs> sip slow, sip slow. Listen, I, here, here, let me clarify that <laughs> before we oh, go. Oh, oh. I don't ever drink unless it's like a night out with the guys. Mm -hmm. Like I mm -hmm. just like, or if I'm on a date, I might drink, but I don't drink. Wait, wait, <laughs> a night out with the guys or on a date? Yeah. So basically whenever you go out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, so I'm here, the, here's I'm the, the pot calling the kettle black, here, dude. So. Here, here's the clarification though. A lot of people drink at home, like at night, they'll watch TV or they'll mm. unwind. I never really do. Mm. Like, and mm. if I'm out at just like a regular dinner, I probably don't. But if I'm out drinking, my entire life is I have, I have a on off switch. It's like an off pedal and then like throttle down pedal <laughs> with everything I really yeah. do. So um, yeah, when I go out, I, once I start drinking, I drink. But otherwise, I'm really, I'm trust me, I'm not... I'm not We're shaking not a judging. finger. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah he's no, not no. judging. I'm but I might. I'm protecting my whiskey. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I, might, I might, and I think I will, start turning into more of the type of person that's going to start learning wine. Because you two have really, and I mean this. I'm not just I saying this. this yeah. You guys have motivated me to learn more about things. And I have a very um, crazy obsessive personality with like hobbies. You know, So if you put me in a hobby, I just get crazy with it. Mm -hmm. Like I started scuba diving. And like, I'm, I'm obsessed. I just want to go everywhere and go scuba diving. So as I start to learn more about something, I just want to make sure I don't suck at knowing everything about it. Yeah. So I'm going to start to understand more. And then I feel like I will be drinking every night because <laughs> I'll be at home trying while to figure out what wines. While that's scuba okay. Don't drink while you scuba dive. <laughs> I had a lot of restraint at Lawrence's wedding because I had to go scuba diving two days in a row. And you, you cannot be drunk. Right. You cannot be hung over because you're 60 feet underwater and there's pressure. So I didn't drink the two nights before, and we were in Tahiti for a wedding. But I, nice. wow, that's impressive. I was not drinking. That's no. very good. No, very so good. I also don't want to die and get eaten by sharks. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good. That's yeah. Yeah. a good motivator. Yeah, to not that drink. Like, you know, we got down there, and there were some like fifteen foot sharks, and I just it was it was crazy. But I'm obsessed Yikes. now. All right then. Well, here we go. I guess next week. Oh, we went way <laughs> off topic today. Uh, but I just have you fun are with these you're two. talkative. Uh, we have a young lady. Named Heather DeSantis, who she lives out in San Diego. She is the CEO of a company named Publicity for Good, and so what she her PR firm uh, gets behind charitable organizations and non for profit events, and really does uh, generate the buzz for those type events primarily. Uh, we have one other guest coming on, and with it being the holiday season, it's we're having a hard time nailing down exactly what time they can get here so i don't want to say anything but uh it'll be a good one okay right. i'm excited All about right. our secret guest i know i know i just didn't want i don't to even know who our, i don't even I know who our secret guest is but i'm excited to <laughs> meet our secret guest um well that's john that's all you got we'll mm -hmm. see you guys next week at three o'clock with uh, heather and a secret guest hopefully in right. three two one